welcome to another episode of the Unscripted Playbook Podcast. My name is BJ. I'm with John. I'm not going to ask him how we're doing. I feel like we do that doing way good, too man. much. Doing good, man. Doing good. We're doing it way Feeling too much. Good. Yeah. How are you doing? Cool. <laughs> I'm Me too. Great. How are you yeah. doing? I'm How doing, doing good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Great. How are you? I'm doing good. Do you I'm love when people good. do that? They say, hey, how are you doing? You say, good. How are you? Oh, yeah. good. How are you? <laughs> it's just a circle of care. So uh, I get the, uh, at work, I get the like, have a great workout. They're like, thanks, you too. And they're like, oh, wait. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll get my workout in later. Don't worry, we're good. Yeah, we're when good. they're doing something that you're obviously not going to do, they'll say, oh, thanks, you too. And you're like, no, I'm not shoveling my driveway. I'm walking by you, so I'm not shoveling my driveway. Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, I want to I want to open up uh, this week's episode and um, address uh, one of our comments that we got on our Instagram page. So, you know, we've been talking about. Uh, I made a comment about women's sports and and you know how they're not getting equal opportunity as as the men. And we were specifically talking about the NCAA tournament that's occurring right now. Um, by the way, Gonzaga is up 21. So, um, I really want to talk about this. <laughs> I want, I really want to talk about this because I think it's important. I'm going to, I'm not going to take a ton of time on this and I'm not going to address it with stats and numbers. Cause again, there needs to be more time and we need to give the women an opportunity to catch up because they were already set up backwards for years, years and years. I'm not getting money pumped into their marketing, money pumped into their advertising. So we need to give it time. But I will say this. This year, the NCAA tournament for women, um, I don't know if you noticed it, but there's way more games on that uh, broadcasted nationally this year. Way more. Way, way more. more. And that is because last year, they actually had about a 20% increase in growth and in revenue because they were getting more tele, they were getting more TV contracts. So I'm not going to address, I, I really want to see this occur even more. And like I said, they're already, we're starting from behind because money was getting blasted into the NBA for years, years and years. Money had been getting blasted into the NCAA uh, men's basketball side for years, years and years. And the women are just getting started. The women are just getting started because they came forward and said, we need more, we need equal opportunity and then let's see how that goes. Let's see what's happening. And am I going to sit here and say, and I need to be clear about this. Am I going to sit here and say that they're going to make as much money as the men? I'm going to say no. That's probably not going to happen. And that's just being realistic. However, do I think they're going to have a 20% growth, a 5% growth, a 10% growth year after year after year? Absolutely 100%. Absolutely 100%. So... That's where I want to leave that off. Um, I am all about it. I love to see it happening. I've watched more NCAA women's basketball games this year than ever. I'm a big fan of UConn. Um, and I hope it continues. I really hope it continues. So um, one stat to throw your way back in 2019, pre-pandemic numbers. You probably already know something around this. But mm -hmm. I'm, I'm again... I don't support the comment that was made. I'm on your side 1,000%. Uh, but something to note, and I think it acknowledges your whole like, hey, let's give it a second. In 2019, there was a lot of revenue brought in from the men and not as much from the women. So here, here's a number. Mm -hmm. Amount of revenue brought in from the men's tournament of March Madness alone, $917 million. Right. The amount of revenue brought in by the women, NCAA tournament, 15. Insane. That's insane. Yeah. Now, hopefully that changes, and it's certainly going to be on the upswing based on what you just said. 
Absolutely. We're going to see an increase in number numbers every single year, which is why it's important. So. Okay. Thanks for bringing that up, Beach. Uh, no something worries. else before we get into our topics is, uh, uh, I guess, a data change or a, uh, a stat. Mason Crosby, the famous Green Bay Packers kicker, we talked about his age, and I think I said he's probably in his 40s. You said he's probably my age. And uh, turns out he's just a very old-looking 36-year-old kicker. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's younger than you. Wow. He's Holy significantly geez. younger than me. He is wow. nearly four years younger than I am. And he looks, there's a lot of salt in that pepper. And maybe yes. that's the main reason, but good looking dude, but uh, doesn't look under, doesn't look south of 40. Holy jeez. So yeah, he's only 36. So you're right. He's going to be there for a while. Sorry. You may not want him there for that long, but he's going to be there for a while. No, I, I like him. He's a good kicker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, also, question, yes or no. Are, are you a fan, yes or no, to the fact that the uh, NFL plans on having full attendance for the NFL season next year? <laughs> I mean, this is America, though, right? Like, is this, does that shock you one bit? Do it I support? Do I support it? No, because uh, again, that's I am not for all these things that don't need to be filled with fans or need to be open to to gain revenue or increase revenue. Um, obviously, it's going to increase revenue because that's that's how they make the abundance of revenue. But they also have the TV contracts, so they're going to be just fine. But I mean, this is the NFL. Last year, I said, no matter what happens, hell or high water, they are having a full season and they're completing the season. They don't care if 100 players get COVID. They don't care if somebody dies. The NFL just does not care. That season is happening. Are you saying the NFL is driven by money? What? <laughs> <laughs> I actually almost got you to answer you that. You almost did. You almost did. You almost did. So yeah. what's more ridiculous, that statement mm. or what Krispy Kreme is doing in the US? I'm not sure if you've heard about it. I haven't, no. What's going if on you Krispy show Krispy Kreme your vaccination card to prove you are vaccinated, you get a free Krispy Kreme original glazed donut. <laughs> and Beach, here's the kicker. Uh, not every, not not just that day. You can do that every single day for the rest of the year. You have a vaccination again. card. You wake up, you go to Krispy Kreme. They'll give you a free donut if you show your card. What's more uh, ridiculous? <laughs> Honestly... I guess the Krispy Kreme is kind of encouraging people to get vaccinated. Yeah, there's that. But what about diabetes? <laughs> Diabetes? You, you don't, you know, do you realize how unhealthy donuts are in general and the Krispy Kreme donut? Have you ever had one? They're so good. That yeah. shit is not meant to be in your body. I mean, I've never had one. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've had one. I went to Vegas. <laughs> one of the first things I got. It's delicious. It's two bites, so three good. bites. It's gone. It melts. Yeah. But yes, I agree with you. I am a big fan of the fact that they are pushing people to get the vaccine, and that's a bit of a motivator. But you know what that's going to lead to, man? Fake <laughs> fucking vaccination cards. Yeah, oh, here's my card. Probably, yeah, well, it looks different than the other one. No, it's fine. It's it's legit. Someone will cheat the system. Yeah. Oh, sure. it's going to be so quick. People who want their donuts, <laughs> no one's more motivated than people that need their donuts on a daily basis. Anyway, those are uh, just some things I wanted to bring up before we get into our super topics here. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first, Beach? No, you go first, man. But, but okay. before you go, I, I just like, again, that's like America. Like food is dirt cheap. Like we went to California and we went to that place and it was like unlimited fries. Like um, unlimited fries. You know what though? It's brilliant for that company because they cost six cents to make the fries. You look like a hero if you're the company. And people will go there just for that perk. Remember Eastside Mario's here in Canada? I think they still do it. 
Unlimited you salad. order a pasta dish, you get unlimited cre- unlimited bread and salad. Yeah. And that salad is no joke. That's but good. I mean, I, I don't think they made money off us that night, to be honest. We ate so many fries. Well, did I go with you? Oh, yeah. you and the fries. Yeah. Um, BJ, I can assure you, they made a ton of money. Profit-wise? From us? Fries cost nothing. From us? From you. When you went to get free fries, I guarantee you. You think they'd offer something that has no, like a small margin of profit? I don't know. Free I, refills and soda. Do you know what it costs to we make had, a fucking soda? We had, we had walked like 25K. We were so hungry. Do you remember how many fries we ate? Are you talking we about had, me? I'm talking about us. Do you not remember this? Where, where was this? Oh my God. I thought you were talking about you and Nat. No, me, you, and Bowie were in California. We went to this place before we went to Pink's and we got unlimited fries. Do we have to order something else? Did you have to order something else? Yeah, we had like a burger or something. Yeah, we were starving. We went in there. We ate unlimited fries like for like an hour. We were stuffed. (laughs) We went like five minutes down the road. We saw Pink's. We're like, oh, we got to go to Pink's. But we still, I remember taking down a donut at Pink's or taking down a hot dog at Pink's for sure. Yeah. That was after the unlimited fries. You don't remember that, eh? Nope. No, I remember Pink's though. We saw a bunch (sighs) of celebrities on the wall. Yeah. But Bowie will remember this. Oh, Bowie, of course. No, Bowie. I was, man, I, I remember very little of that trip. You guys tell me new stories every single time we talk. <laughs> the but pizza getting stuck in the car? You that, that I will forget. So quick story. We <laughs> uh, rented a convertible and we had it closed because I think it was chillier that Oh, no, we were at a sketchy hotel. So we closed the convertible. And then I guess when we woke up the next morning, we had a leftover pizza from the night before because, of course, I encouraged us to order pizza to the hotel room at whatever fucking time that was. And uh, when we were loading in the car the next morning, I put the pizza box on top of the convertible and we get in the car. And of course, I don't know who was driving. I don't think it was me. I think it was me. We said, let's let's fucking open this up. It's hot today. Let's open up the sunroof or open up the convertible. And we were driving, driving. And then I think, I'm assuming it was me who wanted to eat. So I said, let's, where's the pizza? We went back and forth, constantly accusing. I accused you. You accused (laughs) Bowie. Bowie accused me of forgetting in the hotel. And I said, no, I swear. I swear we didn't leave in the hotel. Anyway, we get to where we were going. <laughs> then we said we should close up the convertible again. We're not in the safest area. And all you see is a, a pizza box, like an accordion, just unravel and un, just just majestically displays the pizza that has been squished within the convertible lid. Oh, man. That is one of the funniest stories. I was heartbroken because I really wanted to eat that pizza. You, you were mad for about 15 minutes. I don't think you I was mad. Word. I was really pissed because we still don't know to this day who left it on the roof. But It was definitely you. For sure. I would put money on me. Definitely. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, uh, okay. So sorry. my first topic, Beej, is um, something I'm surprised we haven't talked about yet. But I think what happened this week is probably the needle in the haystack for me. Okay. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge decided to take the easiest possible way out towards the tail end of his young career and jump onto a team that's certainly the most favorite to win the NBA championship right now. Lakers are favored, um, but with no AD and no LeBron, they might finish with a low seed and maybe they'll have a little bit more work to do to get there. But anyway, how... How, how before I hear your thoughts, my thoughts are, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. There's nothing I like about it. And the fact that everyone is just jumping onto one team, I think is slow, partly because of what LeBron did kind of, kind of sparked that whole mentality, but their salary 
if you add up all their individual salaries, like taking away the cap and the minimum signings and all that stuff that they did, they have $216 million worth of NBA salary on that team. Other team, the closest team to them is $169 million, so about $50 million less, and that's Golden State. And then there's the Lakers at 166. The rest are all like 120, 130, 110. I think one team is at like 70. Oklahoma City Thunder is well below 80. So obviously they have to win. Otherwise, it's a huge, huge failure. But I'm just getting sick of this, man. Like we know it's now going to be Brooklyn versus the Lakers in the finals. And it's just not exciting. Go ahead. <laughs> so what's your what's your question? <laughs> How what's do you your... feel about players who <laughs> yeah. take that road? I mean, let's go to Kevin Durant. He did something very similar. Despite him pushing back, he did something very similar. Why right. would you go to a team? Would you then go to a team where you're almost certainly guaranteed to be either runner up or champ or stick it out and go to a team where you can be try to be the most dominant presence on that team and lead, you know, lead a team that's not favored? to you know an unexpected final or something like that mm -hmm. i'm definitely the latter like absolutely um i think i kind of talked about that i admired what like you know all the guys like you know what mj did um isaiah thomas you know the guys that paid their dues stuck with it didn't you know get the success they wanted in their first few years and and then you know stuck it out stuck with the team and you know eventually won it i admire that you know and but unfortunately it's just a different generation it's just a different, different. But Lamarcus Aldridge is, is, I think he's high twenties now. I mean, I'm not sure if you were looking him up, but I thought he's, he was older than he is. He's older. He's actually older than you think. He's 35, and he's well past his prime. So is yeah. Blake. So is Blake Griffin. So, Both are you those. a fan of that? Would you do that, Beach? You're like, listen, I've been 35. I tried. I tried with um, San Antonio. I tried with Boston. I can't see. I'm obviously not the guy that's going to take a team to the championship. What would you do? You're like, my only shot at getting a ring is to piggyback and be a role player on an already stacked team. I mean, to be honest, like I would, I would try my absolute hardest during my prime years. Absolutely. And I would stick it out with, with my current squad. Um, after my prime years, if I started to like, you know, go downhill a little bit and felt like, I, I don't like where this help. is going, man. You're scaring me here. No, no. If I needed more help, I would either, I would obviously try and get some guys to my team um, for some help. But if that didn't happen, like I would, I would venture that way first before jumping ship. Let's just say that. That would be my last option. So we have, let's assume he did that. I don't think he did. Right. Let's assume he did that. And your coach, you do it. Your coach says, sorry, man, salary cap. Don't have it. Mm -hmm. this is how we're going to be. If you don't like the direction, get out of here. And San Antonio is literally paying him to leave. <laughs> That's Legit. always the biggest insult. They bought him out. They bought well, him out and said, here's the money. Just yeah. don't play for us. The famous money ball scene <laughs> when David Justice is in batting practice and he thinks he's tough shit. Brad Pitt walks in and he's like, we got a problem. And he's like, no, no problem. He goes, so what's the deal? And he goes, I know who I am. I'm the best. I don't believe in your system and this and that. I'm a vet. I know what I'm doing. He, and he goes, the Yankees paid me what, that much for a reason. I think it was the Yanks. Yeah. And the line of Brad Pitt saying, no, no, no. The Yankees are paying you, let's say it's $20 million a year to play against you. Yeah. <laughs> they don't yeah. want you. They want someone else to have you so they can play against <laughs> you because you're easy to beat. Um, 
so interesting that you're you're kind of thinking maybe I will just kind of towards leech the later, on, leech. later end later end of my career absolutely well he's 35 so you can't you're not going to yeah. knock okay Blake Griffin Blake Griffin too you're okay Blake with him Griffin? doing this yeah I'm like these guys like okay so let me give you Blake Griffin's numbers he's averaging 11 points 11.5 points five rebounds a game that's not very good not very good at all Lamarcus Aldridge is averaging 13 points. So 14, 13.7, uh, and 4.5 rebounds a game. Like, they're going to be role guys. And are they still good? Are they still effective guys that can come off the bench or start and give you some good minutes? Absolutely. But, I mean, I mean, everyone's just looking at the name, and I really think it's blown out of proportion. I, I honestly feel that way. You know, if this was like, if this was like uh, Giannis going to um the lakers <laughs> or going to well listen uh, the brooklyn listen, nets listen, that would, don't that would speak be a too different, soon don't yeah, speak well, too soon that yeah, could we very talked, well happen <laughs> we talked about that in a previous episode can definitely happen but that's not what happened here so it's you're okay guys. with you're okay with a washed up vet yeah. to jump onto a team that's probably going to take him to the finals listen you're okay with they, that but you're not cool if a per player in their prime is like you know what i want to get a championship ring faster I'm going to go to a team that's pretty much got a like a free a free ride to the finals. I don't want to push Milwaukee for the next two years and grind and get there as my team. I want to go to join Brooklyn Nets. You don't want that if it's a prime player. I'm okay. Yeah, like that I'm would okay. be lame. That would be ultra lame, Kevin Durant. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, you. But here's the thing that people need to realize: it's like you could put all the best players on one team. It doesn't mean they're automatically going to win. Like, like yeah, Golden I know what Golden, you're saying. Like Golden but- State won because they all were unselfish and they all played, bought into the system. And you know why, Beach? They weren't. They weren't a super team. KD jumped on. Yeah, but they built that team. That wasn't yeah. a hey, come play, come play here. They actually they they built yeah. that team over a couple of years for sure. And then and you that's, add, that's not a coincidence versus but, adding on these a bunch of all-stars on the one team. KD could have gone on a team and ruined everything. But because of the type of person and type of player he is, obviously he made them better. But like you could be the talented, most talented guy in the world. Like everyone when LeBron went to Miami. Well, I want to go like, back to that. I want to go back to that in a second. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, no, for sure. Um, when LeBron went to Miami his first year, everyone's like, they're gonna win the championship hands down. They're, and they were by far the most talented team in the league. You but think Dallas, Dallas because of Bosch and Wade, Bosch, Wade, and LeBron. Wade in on the tail end of his prime, but still in his prime. Mm-hmm. LeBron was in his prime. Mm-hmm. Bosch was still in his prime. Absolutely. And then they had like Mike Miller. They had a bunch of guys that were very good. And they played a Dallas team that didn't even have an All Star other than Dirk Nowitzki. Sorry, they had Dirk Nowitzki, one All Star, and Dallas outplayed them. They beat them. Because, again, yeah. Okay, because it wasn't a super team. It wasn't a piecemeal team. Dallas was a team that was actually playing well together for more than a year. You can be the most most talented team. It doesn't mean you're the best team. I agree. I totally agree with that. So let's go back to your point about KD. Sure. You're saying because of the person he was, he didn't interrupt the team. Why did he leave so quick? I haven't heard the greatest things about him as a teammate. But maybe, well, again, I'm hearing the wrong information. No, I mean, why did he leave? I think he... he I think... KD's one, he's been proven to do this. He loves listening to what the media says and gets caught up in it sometimes. And I think he was like, well, you know, I don't need... He For years, he kept hearing that he couldn't do it without Steph Curry. Steph Curry's the man, Steph Curry's the man, Steph Curry's the man. It doesn't matter what KD would have done in Golden State. 
Steph Curry was always going to be the guy in Golden State. Everyone was going to look at Steph Curry and be like, we're going to hold Steph Curry in a higher demand than Kevin Durant because, A, we won a championship with just Steph Curry, obviously Clay Thompson and other teammates. But we didn't, we don't, like, like Draymond Green said, I think that year he left, we don't need you. We won without you. And everyone's going to be thinking that no matter if KD goes in there and wins six rings or if he only won one ring, they'd be like, we're always going to hold Steph Curry here, which is higher. And you're going to be under Steph Curry, just like LeBron in Miami. They're like, hey, yeah, LeBron, you're amazing. Thank you for these two rings. Dwayne Wade's here. People can't see me because it's only audio. And LeBron, you're always going to be under Dwayne Wade, no matter what you do. No matter what you do. Boy, that, so, has, that def- definitely changed as soon as LeBron left. Oh, <laughs> you realize how much better yeah. LeBron is than, <laughs> than Wade. Um, speaking of KD, his, his obsession with responding to every possible tweet that goes after him. I don't even have Twitter, and I know that he does not accept insults on Twitter. He creates... he's. He's made, it, he's made it public that he creates burner accounts yep. to essentially scour the internet and find any tweet about him and he'll attack. And his attacks are good. But why? What are you doing, man? Why are you wasting your time going after these random people who say shit just to bother you? I don't know. He seems sensitive. like an odd dude. Seems like he's an a, odd dude. He's but, a very, uh, very sensitive dude. 100%. He is very sensitive. Yeah. Okay. Beach, before we uh, just go too long on that one, I'll pass it over to you. Next topic. I think so. That was a good one. Okay, so what was uh, it consensus was on that? Consensus was? Consensus was, I hate the super team. I don't right. like that everyone goes to one team. Um, whether you're a vet who's just trying to sneak a ring at the last second, or whether you're in your prime and you go to a super team, I don't like either of them. Personally, okay. I think yeah. you said, if you're at the end of your career, why not give it a shot? It's your last mm-hmm. chance. You're washed up. Go for it. But if it's a player in their prime like Giannis... Don't jump ship and go on a yeah. super team when you're already a prime player. That seems exactly. to be the consensus. Uh, I'm curious to know how many others would agree with me and say, listen, a veteran just wants a ring. Let him do whatever he wants. I hear right. that. I hear that argument. I just think it's lazy. That's my own personal opinion. Maybe we should ask that. That might be a, a good one for our It's a long, it's a long one. So. It is a long one. And there's a lot of moving parts. Maybe not. Let's move on. Okay. We'll figure that out. Um, so, uh, I want to jump to hockey. I don't think we talk enough, enough about hockey on here, but I want to talk about Patrick Lane. He was, I think he was like episode one or two, I think, uh, mm-hmm. of, the big trade. Yeah. So, um, how do you think it's going for Patrick Lane so far? To, I'll be very honest with you, man. I haven't paid attention to it. Okay. But I well, know he's he, been benched. I listen, I, I, even though I'm not paying attention to it, he's right. been benched more than once. Okay. So how Am do you I think wrong? it's been going since then? <laughs> Oh, since he's been benched. If you could predict it, what would you say? Like, do you think he's, he's on, on fire? He's on fire right now. You think he's on fire? Okay. I'm going to say no, he's not on fire. <laughs> no. So let me answer, I'll answer that for you. He's definitely okay. not on fire. So he he got benched like his first game. Yep. Towards but they say it wasn't because they said it was just because of a bad back check. And I saw the clip and it was a bad it back was. check. It was so a bad, bad check. Any, no matter who you are, any coach should sit you. That was another discussion on another podcast. I'm not going to okay. go there again. So, okay. um, so yeah, he got sat for the third period. Torts came out, said, you know, he's got to learn to play that way that we want to play. Patrick Lane comes out the next game. I think he scored a goal that game, and he also backed up a teammate in a fight. I don't know if you knew this, but someone hit one of his teammates, clean hit, unfortunate, um, and then Patrick Lane actually jumped in and fought him. 
So he he got some kudos and some respect. When you say fight, students. do you mean like grappled and slapped? Or? He actually threw some punches. Okay. He threw some Good punches. Yeah. Threw some punches. So um unfortunately in fifteen games since the trade, one goal and three assists. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Like, oh, can we please roll back the footage of how he's going to fit with Tortorella? Like, we knew this was not going to work. We had Dave on. Dave was just like, I, I don't see it happening. And and we were kind of in agreement. So we're just like, we got to bring that back up. If we get Dave back on, we definitely sure. need to bring that up. And I think Arash actually brought, we brought that topic up with Arash as well. Yeah, we did. So. Um, there's already wow. trade rumors swirling, so there's a chance he might be traded twice in one year. Please, Winnipeg. Please. <laughs> so the Leafs are, are actually favorites to land him. Oh, interesting. A player in his prime going yeah. to a team that's highly favored to make it deep into the playoffs. <laughs> Weird. So my question to you, and it, uh, I, I don't think there's a simple answer to it, but I'm going to ask you anyways. I'll try to give a simple answer. Do you think he gets traded again before the deadline? I don't. Okay. Because that's going to look really bad on Torts, I think. It's going to look bad on him, too. I don't think he cares, Patrick Line, how he looks, but this is going to, if he does, that's going to look, that's going to reinforce what you and I said. This generation can't tolerate any, what was the word you used? They can't tolerate any adversity. Right. Listen, man, remember the NBA player discussion with Draymond Green? If a player's disgruntled, they put on their suit, they sit at the end of the bench, and they demand a trade. Not cool. I don't like it. I don't like it. Just talk to your coach, figure it out. If he's yelling at you or making you feel bad, sit and talk with him and just accept the fact that he's your boss and listen to him. Would you pout if your boss said something to you or punished you in any way at your job? Like, I mean, don't sulk and ask to be and ask to leave. It's been 15 games. (laughs) Like there's nothing, there's no long history of you know, verbal harassment. It's been 15 games and you're already upset. Get over it. That's my answer. I, I agree with you about that part. Get over it. Like, figure it out. Stick it out. But I just don't know if it's up to him. <laughs> I really don't. Who is it up I, to? Well, it's up to the organization. If you think Columbus him. wants him out? I don't know. I mean, How would that make if, them look? How would it make Columbus look if they're like, oh, 15 games in, he's tough. Let's get rid of him. Well, here's the thing. We know he's talented. We know what he's capable of. However, at right right now, this is probably his stock is probably the highest it will be. Really? What team is going to be like, oh, yeah, we'd love a guy who just got, you know, benched after two games and just played 15 games and wants to leave? Who the hell would want that? I'm just thinking if they wait all season, then people are going to be like, sure, yeah, we'll give you a seventh. Like, they're going to get nothing in return. Oh, you're saying Columbus is best. Columbus, good value. Oh, man. Yeah, but you know what, what, though, Beach? He could get hot. He could say, yeah, you know sorry, what? Yeah, sorry. I wasn't you. specific. My bad. Columbus, that's when his stock is the highest for his own team right now, right? I don't think his stock is high because he has four points in 15 it's games. Not, it's not high. It's the highest it, it can but be no, right now. However many games are left in the season, he could get hot. He, he could. could just shut his ears it's and play. good. Well, how's good. how's Austin Matthews? This is a good time to take a break and <laughs> look at Austin Matthews. <laughs> I believe it was episode two where you said that he will score fifty-seven goals. No, no, no. It's fifty and fifty-four or something. No, fifty. Yeah, it's like fifty and fifty-four. No, he was on pace for north of fifty. Oh, maybe fifty. Let's say it's fifty. And I said I he won't 50. get above forty-two. Yeah. And hey Siri. 
Oh, wait, I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> I have an Android now. I hey, Google, how up. many goals does Austin Matthews have? Let's see if we get an answer. Here's information from NHL.com. <laughs> so right now he has 23 goals. Oh, boy. He's he's definitely... Oh, how many games? Huh? 32 have been played. Oh, boy. So more than half. He, if he continues at this pace, he'll get about 40. Right. And he won't. So but here's the thing. Right he, about, was, he was also injured. We exactly. Did, I, and that's I what did. I kept saying. He will I, get I injured. I said, barring injury, he will. He he could do it. That's you can't make that bet with a caveat of injury. Because he could get I, injured for two games. He could get injured for 10. Could get injured say, for 10. Did we make a bet? No, I was just saying. Yeah, I think it was a thousand. <laughs> oh, okay. That, oh, whoops. That, whoops. That, that escalated quickly. Um, right. So you're saying he doesn't get traded. I'm saying business. I'm. I think he does. I think Columbus says, you know what? We just gotta. This is not working out. Styles don't match with the coach or the team. He's. Let's just get what we can from now. This is when his stock is the highest. That's what I think. Line's agent would look would make his client would look bad. Like Line would look bad if he asked for a trade right now. It would look really right. bad. Right. It'd be kind of entering a locker room as a poison piece. No team would be like, oh, great, Line's here. Awesome. No. The guy just got here to Columbus and now he's gone. So I don't think it looks good on Line or his agent. I also think it looks stupid on Columbus to make that trade and then immediately get rid of him because he's being difficult. Show that you're an organization that can turn a player around because of a bad attitude. Those are my opinions. But you think it's a bad attitude? Is that what you think, Jay? Yeah, I do. I genuinely okay. do. Have you seen? You've okay. seen guys like that who sulk. Yeah, for sure. But I just don't know if he's sulking because then I feel like he wouldn't. He wouldn't dress him if he was sulking. I think he's just like I have. I, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't watched many Columbus Blue Jackets games, so he could be like working his ass off all over the ice. Do you think just, that's the case? And he got benched in, in his slump? first game for not back checking. First game on a new team. And then when he are you more the, motivated? When are you more he, motivated than that first game to impress your teammates? And then he fought the he fought the next game. A fight doesn't impress me that much, man. No, it doesn't. It doesn't impress but me. But at him. least it shows it shows that he cares. I'm just trying to look up his ice time because his ice time will be a good indica indicator to see if if he's averaging over 15. Then I mean, we have a friend who would know more about ice time. But like usually a first liner, which I'm assuming he still is, they can minutes. get in the high teens, right? Yeah, it's usually 18 minutes or higher. I would I would I would think. Um, so his time on ice, the last few games, I got four, 15 minutes, 15 minutes, 18, 18, 20. Okay. So that game of 20 must've been OT. Uh, probably was. That's a lot of minutes maybe. in a regular, in a regulation game. Um, it's possible. It's possible. Okay. Let's move on beach. Okay. I think we got our pieces there. One thing I should, I didn't bring up is, uh, the super teams topic. With the Brooklyn Nets having $216, $216 million worth of salary, which is 50K more than every, 50 million more than any other team, the mm -hmm. average NBA salary is 7 million per <laughs> player. That probably yeah. includes a couple scrubs on the end, but still, let's see, let's round it up to 10. Um, and they have, they have, that means they could have five extra players at 10 million each to, to keep up. So imagine gold, like, Oh, I can't even go like Golden State has 170 and they're like, oh, you actually get an extra 20 million, you get an extra 50 million. Okay, <laughs> we'll take those five guys at 10 million each. Sweet. Okay. Stacked. But instead, they're throwing all the money at the All-Stars. So I think, well, what was the stat? There is a combined 40 All-Star appearances on just those five players. Harden, Aldridge, 
Griffin, uh, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. 40 all-star appearances. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Anyway, my next one is NFL Beach. So we're going to have a nice little rounded episode here. NBA was the first one. NFL, like sorry, it. NHL. Now we got NFL. I like it. As a NFL fan, let's answer this from three angles. As an NFL, mm. just answer one answer. As an NFL fan, okay. are you a fan of the 17 game season? Yes. As an NFL player, would you be a fan of the 17 game season? Uh, just so you know, it's an extra game with no extra money. Would you be a fan as a player? Uh, that depends Why are you if they're thinking about this. Tell me that, the advantage for the players. That that depends if there's a preseason or not, because that was also part of. It didn't. Does it matter who plays in the preseason? Who played? Yeah, like, just get rid of it. It's it's useless. How many games does the star running back, let's say Todd Gurley, how many games of the preseason is he playing? Todd Out Gurley of their three season no longer, games, Todd Gurley is no longer a star, but. I see what uh, you're yeah. asking. He's a starter. He could be. He could be on another team. He could be mm-hmm. on another team. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's done. But um, I would okay, say. Let's say Derek. He Henry. probably plays Derek Henry. Derek, Derek Henry. Henry. How many nope. minutes? Ten snaps. Ten snaps. <laughs> so it doesn't count. Let's say they reduce the preseason games by two. Okay, fine. They have to play seventeen high-level intensity games now versus sixteen. Tell me why, as a player, you were even thinking about why that's an awesome idea. Is there two bye weeks? Because last time they did this was in like 1993 and they had two bye weeks. I still think you play 17 games with it. Oh, you're saying for an extra rest? Yeah. Because like in 1993. Not that I've heard of. Not that I've no, heard of, man. Not that you've heard no, of? No. So, I mean, the, not the extra bye week sucks um, big time. And I would not be a fan of it as a player. I would not. No, I need to be not even close. That. As a fan, though, I think it's awesome. It's amazing. More and games. what do you think as an NHL owner? <laughs> they think they're a fan of it. <laughs> they don't care. Well, they get, it's, I, I don't have heavy. time for this. Think about Goodell. How did he pull this off? That's one extra game from every team. Additional revenue. They additional don't. ticket sales. Additional revenue from yeah. TV. Yeah. For Goodell and the, the owners, do you realize how much more money this means for them, Beach? Jay, I've I said this earlier when when talking about COVID. They do not care about the players, the coaches, the fans, they don't care about anybody. And you All know what show will teach you that? You know what show money. will teach you that? It's ballers. <laughs> yeah. Watch ballers. True. You yeah. know, final season, the rock has said, I've had enough. I was a player. Now I'm an yeah. owner. Yeah. Time to get the players what they deserve. And I won't yeah. ruin the ending, but he makes that his main focus. And to be honest with you, it sheds a lot of light, a lot of light on that dark part of the NFL. And yet Goodell is making tens maybe hundreds of millions of dollars oh he's making so much money and at the expense of the players he doesn't give a shit like you said about the player's health imagine you're running back you're banged up every game you finish 16 games like oh i'm finished guess what you have another game that might be the most important game yet but let's be clear the, the the schedule is released well in advance so it's not like he's like Oh, I didn't know we have an extra game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So only only half the teams get names picked out of a hat and they have to play a 17th game. And only will they know after the 17th game is over <laughs> in the locker room. Exactly. Guys, that was awesome. Oh, time to pick our names oh, on that. Oh, and you gotta, we're playing. And it has to be played right now, actually. You're going to play yeah, a team that This is a Thursday night game. We're actually yeah. playing on Monday. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I, I just thought it was weird. And I was just thinking, you know, is there a way that teams are going to get crafty and 
you know, let's Thick sit guys. Derek Henry for this game somehow. Let's Maybe. say he's injured. Let's you can't just do straight up rest day. I don't think the no. NFL is going to have rest day. I think they'll just probably um, adjust the practices accordingly. Usually they don't get in pads till about Wednesday. Um, so, but it all I depends mean, on the th- if you have a th- what if you have a game on Thursday, like the quick turnaround. That's different. Yeah, you, then you but then you have the long week, so then you you probably wouldn't practice till the following Wednesday, right? So, I mean, you have to adjust it accordingly. What do you think? Let, answer. I'll ask you the same, same as questions. You. Same as you. As a fan, yeah. great, an extra game. Yeah. But yeah. part of me is like, this is just not fair. This is a this is one of the hardest games, especially a hard game on your body. Yeah. To ask them to do another game for free. You're asking them to do another one of those things for free. So you, as an owner, can make more money. I just yeah. don't get how it gets approved. That shows that, again, I don't know these details, but like the NFLPA, get some fuck. Like, what's going on here? How did you lose this? I assume wake you have to go up. to- Wake up. Wake up. NFLPA. <laughs> NFLPA, wake up. <laughs> Look at my face. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, I can't believe it's happening. I mean- I'm sure if we look online and get NFL players' reactions, we're going to get some... Oh, they're pissed already. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I saw a bunch of, like, on Twitter, like, they're like, what the fuck? This is stupid. Like, Alvin Kamara was one that spoke up, like, most notably. It was like, this is BS. Like, they're not happy about it. For sure. Yeah, of course not. Uh, Yeah, can you do another game? Uh, (laughs) I guess, but I'm exhausted. What am I getting for it? Oh, no, 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 nothing. Nothing. But it does your get, work come back in beach. return. You're staying and you're working late. Those often. those those guys that signed the next contract because you do get more money in TV revenue. They they will see, they will reap the benefits. Do they so, need that much? Do they need that little extra? They're all making uh, a lot of money. Players enough, probably enough. A million is an a extra million. million. I don't think million. they're making an extra million bucks because of one game. Come on now. Well, you're, not a, you're, what, not an, you're not a you're not an MLB closer yeah. <laughs> making five hundred thousand dollars per pitch per pitch per inning. Or Man, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen some of those oh, scary yeah. stats? Oh yeah, a major it's, league closer. How much you get paid per out if you do the math? It's, it's wild. Oh, it makes you feel like very small and very poor. But they're gonna I, get Tommy John surgery, so who cares? <laughs> but that makes them better, doesn't it? Tommy John in the long the, run? it puts a I think they install a robot arm. Yeah. You turn into the the kid from rookie of the year, right? The- <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Man, how would you feel being a pitcher knowing that you're ninety-five percent chance you're gonna get a year of surgery and Tommy John? Like it's being a pitcher, I, there's so many kids that want to be pitchers in the U.S. Like all these U.S. Yeah. kids want to be pitchers. You get paid. Don't get me wrong, but knowing you're inevitably going to get Tommy John surgery, you think that would deter them. But I guess when you see the opportunity to make like eight, nine mil a year easily, I'll sure I'll take a year off and get paid. If we have kids, our 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 kid is playing baseball. I'm just telling you that right now. Oh, well, my not kids hockey, playing. My kids playing outfield for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 100%. I think if, yeah, if you had to put your kid in one position in baseball, is it outfield? Uh, outfielder pitcher. What you're gonna put your kid through that, dude? I imagine the competitive, the competition is hard. The training is hard. Like, just can't be good for your body. Relief pitcher, relief pitcher. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a I mean, good gig. That's a good two gig. Two outs. You just you got to get two outs. Hopefully the starting pitcher or the the setup guy did a really good job. You just got to come in and get two outs. Get the, you know, go, the good old Gibby, Gibby signal. <laughs> go. 
we got to get Arash back on because he uh, he texts me at random, and we te- we talk a lot about how tennis is underpaid and how players don't make any money, and if you're outside the top fifty, et cetera, et cetera. And I talked to him about our baseball chat about how DH is the most cozy job in the MLB, <laughs> and he goes, "Are you joking?" And I said, "Well, what are you saying?" He goes, "It's not as easy as you think." And we went back and forth on it briefly, but I want to bring him back on to talk about maybe a little bit more about the behind the scenes stuff that we don't know about. Because mm-hmm. if he's telling me DH is not that easy, there must be something to it. I think it's the fact that you have to learn how to hit home runs at will. Like we're, we're overlooking know. the fact that I think you just need to be a really, really fucking good hitter. Yeah. So technically, it's not easy to become right. one, but once you are one. We should clarify. It's a it's sweet like kicking. Kick. It's like kicking. It's very, we're not, it's, it's it's bad, very hard. Not, we're not going there. Okay. Beach. <laughs> that was my second not final. Even, not up. even entertaining. No. no more that was kicking. impressive. That was impressive. Kicking's hard. Okay. Um, I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I have so many ways to go. And you know what? I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Russell Westbrook. Okay. Oh, I have no idea what this is. You don't? Okay. Zero clue, but I love it because I love to talk about him. <laughs> I assume here. it's something like some unselfish act that he did where he kept his temper under control and, you know, or actually maybe someone looked at him the wrong way on the street and he <laughs> went nuts on him. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm mean mugging John over, <laughs> over the podcast. Your, your Westbrook impression is good. Like, if you look at him the wrong way, he will just like. Cock, he'll cock his hand back, ready to punch. Oh, he'll be ready to punch you. Okay, Russell Westbrook, okay? So he actually had the first 35-point, 20-assist triple-double oh, in yeah, NBA yeah, yeah. history last night. Can you okay? read me the stats again, Beach? I saw them quickly. What, what are they? He had 35 points. Okay. And 20 assists. Uh, he had more than 10 rebounds. Uh, and it's the first 35-point, 20-assist triple-double in NBA history. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's also the all-time leader for the Wizards in triple doubles. And he's only been there for 38 games. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Wizards aren't really the most historical franchise of all time. Okay, so here's my question. <laughs> is that a reflection of how good Russell Westbrook is? Or is it just a reflection of how bad the Wizards well, are? I don't want to put you on the spot here, but how many other players have achieved this on any other team ever? Uh, which, the 35-20? 35-20. Triple double. It's never been done ever. No one's ever gotten thirty-five and twenty with a third stat in double digits. Never. Fuck. Okay, hold on. <laughs> who were they playing? Who was who was Washington playing? Oh fuck. Uh, putting me on the spot, eh? Okay. So while you're looking that up, I'll, I'll say sure. my piece. If it's a, I mean, it ultimately doesn't matter. To do that is tough. And why I think it's tough is because getting thirty-five points in the NBA very, very, very difficult. The fact that you distributed the ball enough to gather 20 assists, that to me is pretty impressive. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, Beach, but to get to garnish an assist in the NBA, does it have to be the first pass or can it be the second? The NBA is a little loose with this. It, it, you definitely have to be the first pass, but it's like if I get the rebound and I literally launch it to you and you take three dribbles and score, they usually count it as an assist. Yeah, I would say so. Three but dribbles? if it's a swingman, if it's a swingman, like let's say it's I'm on the baseline, okay. wait, I take wait, a three, wait. I kick it. We need it to, to go the- back to this. I I pass the ball to you. You dribble the ball once. You dribble the tw- ball twice. You cross over, take a hop step, do a layup. That's an assist. <laughs> 
I mean, you have to go, I mean, in hockey, if the goalie passes the puck to his defenseman and the defenseman goes coast to coast and does all the work, guess what? The goalie gets the apple. I don't see how it's any different. It's actually easier in hockey. Because there's only one assist in basketball. And it's usually you're setting up the person to score. John Stockton was a perfect example of this. Ball screen, bounce pass, Carl Malone layup. That's an assist. That's a legitimate assist. That's a hardworking assist. Anyways. He had 20 assists. I'll give him that. But there, no, there's no second assist. There's no second pass. It's literally that person passed you the ball. Yeah, it's impressive. I mean, Westbrook's a fiery dude. but uh, And then again, 10 rebounds. Rebounds are probably the most, unless they're offensive rebounds. Def- defensive rebounds in the NBA, to me, don't count. How do you feel about the teams that they shoot a three, the entire offense is back at their own basket anyways. No one crashes the boards in the, in the NBA, really, rarely. So if any of those are offensive rebounds, then I respect it even more. But chances are it was one of those where there was no one else around. It rolled around the rim, and it was just Westbrook standing in the key gathering the ball. Did you find yeah, out who he, he played against? Yeah, he played the Pacers, and he actually had 14 rebounds. That's again, 21 that, assists, 14 rebounds. Okay, tell rebounds, me now, since you're in there, how many yeah. offensive rebounds, how many defensive? I'll <laughs> say 12. You're going to make me find the box score? <laughs> well, that's what I thought you were. <laughs> no. Where did you find out this info? The article, Yahoo Sports. Why would you choose that for a stat versus it going was the, to the game first, It was the first link that came up. Oh, man. So, yeah, Beach, what about you? Can you can you manage to talk y- yeah, yeah, at the same sure. time as looking that up? Do you want me to do it, Beach? The, yeah, yeah, you looked that up while okay. I did it. So um, I definitely think... Okay, so that I know, like Russell Westbrook is like mean mugging and always like looking to punch somebody in the face if they look at him wrong or don't give him a high five. Such or a chip on that. Take shoulder. the basketball. Like, like it's the biggest chip you've ever seen, probably in in the history of sports. <laughs> um, but uh, it's impressive. He has an insane motor. I don't care if it's you know ten offensive rebounds and the rest are four defensive rebounds. Like that guy just works so hard so hard and it's not shocking to me that he averaged a triple double throughout an entire season it's not shocking to me that he already has the most triple doubles in wizards history and has only played 38 games that's like, insane that's, that's insane. insane and like the wizards are an awful organization i will say that okay i will be very clear with that but there are still some decent players that have had like decent careers in in washington and didn't do that so it's it's just impressive the guy is impressive it's definitely more impressive even though the wizards are an awful awful team it's more impressive that he was able to do that even on a bad team it's very impressive that he was able to do that you got the stats uh yeah well i just saw them i think you're out you're off with a couple of those numbers what? but uh yeah it looks like it was 21 assists that's what i said 21 oh i thought sorry I, re- I wrote down 20 oh, okay. uh but yeah, it's it's hard to find that actual individual game. But either way, what I want to know is the, you know, offensive. If any of them were offensive rebounds, right? Then even more commendable. But yeah, I think it's great, man. I mean, I still can't believe he's on Washington. I'll be honest with you, I think I forgot. <laughs> Can you tell me his hit? What's his road been like? He was first, obviously, huge on Oklahoma, oh, God. Oklahoma City. OKC. Then I want to say he went to Houston. Yep. And then to Washington, but very yep. quickly. Very quickly. Very 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 quickly. We'll yeah. look at that another time as the offensive rebounds, but nonetheless, impressive. Definitely Not impressive. Not bad, eh? Yeah. Not bad. Um, oh, yeah, and I, I do have a correction about Patrick Lane. So 
his numbers I gave were in the last 15 games. That's not all he's had since being with the Blue Jackets. He's obviously yeah, played I thought more than 15, 15 games. 15 seems small. I feel like yeah. he's been there for longer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So just wanted to clear that up. He's had whatever the stats were. Uh, what did I say? One goal, three assists in the last 15 games, which is still atrocious. So That could be this, just a snide. You never know. That's a long snide. <laughs> Usually it's like a four or five game snide. Like Matthews has like a four or five game snide, and then he's like scores like in four games in a row. We'll see what on, happens. On, on, I, on his way to 50. So like. <laughs> he might make 40 beach. Yeah, I know. So, you know. know. Yeah, good bet. Good bet. Um, right. My last question for you. We're done. Let's wrap. Are we but, done? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. yeah, we're at 50. We're at 50 minutes already. All right. Um, what I want to know from you is, do you, do you like tattoos? No. Okay. I'm not a tattoo fan. No, 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 no. That's okay. That's perfect. That's what I, I knew that, and that's why I'm asking this question. Mm. If you won an NBA championship, would you get a tattoo? <laughs> no. Seriously? No. What would it require for you to get one? Probably excluding having a, your. I would okay. have to get something meaningful. If I had like a child and I had like the date of birth like somewhere where nobody could see it, that's probably what I would do, and that's it. Date of birth of a child versus an NBA championship. Are you valuing yes. your child more than a championship? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's tough. I'm Is it a okay. professional professional championship. I just thought of that. I can't remember what made me think mm. of that, but. I was. I know you weren't a fan of tattoos, so I had to ask that question if something would make you do it. But what if Michael Jordan, you're on his team, he treated you like shit all year, like we talked about, <laughs> and he pushes you, pushes you, you put up with his bullshit, and all that work finally pays off, and you win. That elation, that relief. And he's like, all right, Beach, I was on you all year. You are the man. Let's go get some fucking tats. Uh, he's get, I guarantee you he's getting you in the parlor. That'd be tough to turn down MJ. I think MJ could could probably co- coerce me to do that. Would you do sure. an MJ with a heart around it, or would you do like an MJ BJ <laughs> thing? <laughs> I would be like MJ's head and my head and the heart. Or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. What about you? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I've genuinely never thought of getting a tattoo, but would I you find- do it if you won like a Super Bowl or? NBA championship no, or no, Stanley Cup? Not even no, close. wouldn't even wouldn't even think about it. No way. Eh? Uh, something about my kids? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Bruce Arians. Did you see? Is this why you brought this up? You saw no, Bruce Arians? Uh, no. What did he get? <laughs> oh, did he get one for the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, he got one for the Super Bowl. It's like the Tampa Bay Bucks logo and like the Super Bowl and Roman numerals. Man, if I'm 60 and I won the Super Bowl and fuck, sure. Maybe. That's gonna get so saggy though when he gets. But that's even the thing. Older. When you're 60, it's already saggy. <laughs> it's half saggy. So already. it's gonna be more, or is it gonna shrink? I don't even know. Like I don't know. I didn't know that you can get a tattoo at that age. To be honest, there's just so much looseness. There's no like, it's like a wet piece of paper. If you're trying to oh, write on stop, it, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> that's so um, gross. So that's what's so next gross. week? We got uh, the Masters is coming up. Yes, we have a Masters special episode coming. coming for the Masters that'll be released closer to. Uh, we do have some exciting stuff that we'll keep to ourselves, uh, some exciting stuff in the future. But for me, sure. I wanted to say that the amount of words we're getting from our fan base are amazing. Crazy mm-hmm. to think that we're getting such positive feedback. Like I got another one from someone else, Beej, and personally nice. texted me and said, you know, it's very, very very enjoyable. And I was like, ah, oh, it doesn't seem that enjoyable to me. We're just <laughs> babbling on forever, but 
right. knowing that our listeners are a fan is so cool. So we're going to keep doing it. And uh, I'd like to hit, like once we hit a certain number of followers, I think we should do something special. And sure. uh, we're going to continue to get guests. So we have some things lined up. We're talking about the Olympics coming up and we might have some ability to talk to some Olympians past and present, which is so cool. So I just wanted Very to give cool. a shout out to everybody listening. So thank you. And Beach, I'll pass it over to you, bud. Yeah, no, thanks for listening. Um, as Jay say, we appreciate all the attention, even if it's good or bad feedback, good or bad. We appreciate it. So thank you for listening. Um, please check out our social media pages at unscripted PB on Twitter and on Instagram. That's all we have for now. Thank you for listening. Peace out. And remember that black lives matter. <laughs>